Welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly. And I'm Julia. Here to talk about all things Bachelor. We made it. We're back. We're here. Both of us together. Julia is with me. Thank goodness. Thank God. And we're in Puerto Vallarta. That is correct. And we're all living together in one house again. This is definitely just the new norm for Fantasy Sweet Week now. Yeah, I had kind of a weird moment where I was like, are we in paradise? Like, are we, is this summer? What's yeah, happening? and it def- it used to be a very distinct thing, like the draw of after hometowns, you don't have to live with each other again. But Peter's season, they stopped that, I think, intentionally to create drama around the, him having sex at all when there was someone, there was a virgin waiting for marriage type there. That was a right. whole thing. And I think they were like, yeah, this causes extra drama. Let's do it all the time now. We, I thought COVID was the excuse for that, but no. no I think that's just a good thing. It's dramatic. I love and it. I kind of like it because this episode would have been boring as fuck. It was still boring, kind of. It was kind of boring. I, I felt like the, the guys were a little bit more communicative with each other. They were. We really got to see them like push for drama a little bit. Clearly like questions, especially... Uh, Joe, I was noticing, was just like answering questions so very obviously being <laughs> asked. He's like, I don't fucking know. Where like, Nate, I, I think, was a little bit enjoying pushing Brendan's buttons. And well, like, yeah, I would enjoy pushing Brandon's buttons. Like, true, wouldn't we all? It's so easy to push. I mean, that fucking idiot. Let's just talk about this dumbass. Cause he just looks like a fool. This he episode. got date one, which, you know, he thought was a, meant something important, you know? So fucking funny that he thought that she had a choice and that she chose him for the first one. And that that meant it was more special. He was, and he wanted everyone else to know he thought that too. <laughs> like, why would you say that to the other guys? Like, of course, Nate's going to be like, I don't know, save best for last, you know, like, right. Like, okay I I didn't know that this was like a major competition that we're just talking about I'm sorry everybody I think you're all wild for falling for this shit if you're falling for him (laughs) there are a lot of people who like Brandon (sighs) oh these are these are t-swifty people that's between t swifty what's it called a swifty a swifty yeah that's really spot on actually um yeah i don't i don't get it i think he's nice enough he doesn't he's not the worst he's not a villain per se but i find him laughable i think i think okay let's just talk about their date and i think it will my it'll sell itself yeah um he definitely just has a juvenile outlook on love in general he keeps saying soulmate he talks about how she he knew she was his soulmate the minute she walked like he met her and then said that it was with the ice cream truck which was a different thing yeah he was like he's all over the place He goes, since day one, I knew you were the one. And it truly hit me when we were getting ice cream. Like, the ice cream date was, like, right before hometown. It was, like, weeks later. So you kind of just contradicted yourself. Just saying. And why do you feel like you need to say that? 
And also, I'm sorry, but if you knew she, I think that's really arrogant to say, first of all, and again, naive to say that you knew she was your wife the, the day you met her, like she didn't agree to that. She's not, this is right. No, you don't get to just decide that's my wife, which he keeps saying that's my wife. No, she's not. She has not even said yes to a proposal yet. And I really, I find that to be a major turnoff when someone's talking like that. Although both you and I are very avoidant people. So I think anything that's remotely like possessive or clingy, it's just like, no, go away. You're gross. It's just, but that was excessive. It makes it feel also when you say like, I've known from day one, I, I think you, I think he's in love with the idea of Michelle and doesn't actually, he can't name one thing about her. When he says, I love everything about you. He doesn't ever list something, not a thing. He says so many words and yet says absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I find it just so frustrating claiming that he, knowing that he, can't have like I just it makes my face right now like I wish y'all could see how I look but I just I gotta look so disgusted it's just such a natural disgust when I watch Brandon on TV they get to this horseback riding date and he's like oh my god yo we're like fucking riding horses he doesn't cuss but then he was like I'm what he was like I just I'm like such a cowboy Oh, he's like, I'm not a cowboy, but today for Michelle, I'm a cowboy. I'm like, stop talking. Stop. Just shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just like rides off with his horse and Michelle's like, uh, well, this is supposed to be a date, but okay. Bye. (laughs) Then they ride to the beach, sit down on the sand. And I'm like, okay, great. This is a perfect opportunity for Brandon to ask, like, did you grow up riding horses at all? What's your experience been riding horses? What kind of like outdoor dates you like going on? No, no, he's not going to do that. He's going to pitch this sappy story about how he's in love with her. And what is he? Where he says his heart is literally going to rip out of his chest. <laughs> he's falling in love with her. Like what? Oh, how? and that's what you're supposed to say when your heart's being broken, not right. when you're falling in love. If you like, feel like you're being broken up with right now, that's kind of a problem. Right. Which is and interesting because like, he did do the Hail Mary at the rose ceremony not to jump ahead, but that is very much a loser thing to do. I know. I liked the way that Nate described that as a Hail Mary of like, you're only doing this. Because oh, did he say that too? Yeah, he did. He was like, you're trying to save yourself, but we'll get there. Yeah. This, this whole, an obvious, a classic. This whole Brandon situation is a plea for desperation. Like it's so desperate. So desperate. It's really pathetic. Yeah, that's how I feel about him, honestly. And so they do the, they have dinner, then they go to fantasy suites. I, anything really to say about that? No, I kind of wish I had taken more detailed notes on the stupid things he said, because it was so. I have one thing, but it's from after the date. So (laughs) okay, I want to make sure. We'll circle back. Um, Did they have the food fighting date? The food fight. (laughs) That's what it was in bed. In bed, they woke up the next morning and he brought her breakfast as if he made it himself. And then she was like, you know why I think she wanted to get like silly with him in that way is because he's too 
We didn't see her trying to do that with Nate. She was doing other things that next morning. Right. And also like Brandon, to me, if I were in her position, being around somebody that cheesy all the time, I'd be like, let me, I'm just going to fucking throw a sandwich in your face because this is too much for me. (laughs) Well, the original thing wasn't he just getting crumbs on her bed at first. Yeah, I think that's how it started is he was being messy as fuck in bed. And she's like, don't get crumbs in the bed though. And that would drive me crazy. And there was mustard flour. As someone who eats in bed, you don't get the crumbs in it. No, you learn to not do that. You're You're careful. You're careful. You eat over your plate. Yeah, he doesn't know how to like not be a walking cliche. Yeah. I just, he feels so juvenile to me. That's kind of my summary of him. And then after his date, the whole time he's so possessive and he says he's frustrated and I quote frustrated (laughs) over and over again. He says he's frustrated with her going out with other guys. He's frustrated. He's very frustrated. (laughs) Fucking A. No. He does not say that. Yes, he does. Man, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. Go back. I had, I literally didn't have notes. I stopped taking notes and I got up, walked over to my notes to write that down. I fully believe you. I fully believe you. I just don't want to. And he's from Portland. So it's not, this isn't a dialect. (laughs) Just saying, just saying. He's frustrated. Moving on. Oh my God. Because he's frustrated. That's all there is to it. Joe leaves and he's frustrated about it. <laughs> oh, Joe, oh, deadpan. Oh, they go, oh my God. So Joe, I love how unenthusiastic he is. I find right? it endearing as hell. I think it's hilarious. The Thanks. way he deadpan says to the camera, love is scary. Zip lining <laughs> is scary. Like, so <laughs> like A plus B equals C. Love is like, scary. He's like, I know you're telling me to say these things, so I'm saying them. Right. No. And like, this is stupid, but I'll say it. I'm not gonna act it up, ham it up for you, but totally. I mean, for me, it's so funny because if I were to go on like an overnight date with Brandon and then spend time with Joe, Joe's avoidant introverted self would be like the most attractive thing, even though I wouldn't actually be into him because Brandon's so grossly obsessed with her. I kind of felt that actually, because for a minute there, she had me going that she was back yeah. to Joe because right. she seemed so, and like endeared by he him. He didn't say like when they were in their zip lining date, like in her ITM, she was like, yeah, Joe's really quiet. And Ash, and she was like, but that's okay. And I'm like, girl, you're what you're saying right now is that's not okay (laughs) yeah your words do not follow at all what we can tell and I do think for Joe though a lot of it's maybe camera as we kind of saw based on her reaction after the cameras were gone for their overnight but I just want to take a moment to talk about the zip lining (laughs) and Joe I want okay no I want to stand up for Joe I love a roller coaster but I don't scream on a roller coaster. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not a very reactive person except to please others, which is really bad because then my reactions are over the top and fake, but it's like, I mean it, I'm feeling it, but you won't believe it if I don't show it. Yeah. 
I'm enjoying myself, but I literally on a roller coaster, I would thoroughly enjoy myself in silence. Yeah. I spent my senior, we went to Santa Cruz beach boardwalk for in the warm California sun, um, for our senior little picnic or whatever thing they did for it. I happened to end up paired up with a friend of mine that I wasn't really close with since freshman year, but we're like, Hey, and he and I were the same. We just did road rides with utter like deadpan faces <laughs> and we're fine. It was so nice. I don't have to like play it up for you. Yeah. Normally exactly. people are like, what is wrong with you? Right. Well, now I know if we ever go on a roller coaster, like you're just chilling. I might smile. That's yeah. probably my reaction or be like, okay. Like I might talk, Yeah. but my face will probably, and like, I certainly wouldn't scream naturally. If I'm screaming, it's because everyone else is going woo and I don't want to feel weird. Right. And yeah. so I think that was Joe trying not to be weird because again, when Michelle was like, you were louder, you said, reacted, a reaction from you, shocking. And he's <laughs> like, well, it would have been weird, right? If I didn't, because that's what he really wanted to do. He didn't want totally. to react, he, yeah. but he thought he'd be weird if he did. And right. so I get it. I get it is all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I get it too. That was a good observation. Um, I feel like in their dinner portion, like we keep having the same conversations with him about how he wants to like make a life out of himself after being an athlete. And I think it's because Michelle keeps cornering the conversation. Say, she keeps asking questions and I appreciate that he is answering it. Right. She like Brendan and Nate who don't answer her questions. This is why I think she made the smart move of like letting him go. Not only was it obvious, like his energy doesn't match hers, but I also feel like um, I'm hoping that she had the self-awareness of like, clearly I'm really into this Minneapolis basketball thing and I'm really centering my interest. It's funny. I didn't get that at all from Joe, that it was about basketball at all. Oh, well, the things I captured were like, they're talking about family. They're talking about what their life oh, actually out yeah. would be outside. Right. There was a lot of, oh, you make me feel comfortable. You remi- right. when I'm homesick, you're comforting. And that sure. I caught as like, that's a red flag if that's the thing you're relating on. But when they actually started, when they were actually talking about their lives, it was like, these are the first conversation. Like she never talks to Brandon about what real life will look like right. after this or Nate. Yeah. No, she really they never talk about life. And they keep saying things like, like Brandon, specifically said, I can't even imagine my life without her. I'm like, you can't imagine your life with her. You don't know what it's going to look like. Right. And your life with her is in a bubble. Right. And that's why Joe is, Joe really is like a great, he's, he's going to be an awesome partner for somebody. Yes. But like they, yeah, I I guess I didn't really pay attention to the dinner conversation. I was really like, I'm glad that I think in general, she, she didn't say soulmate once. Yeah, because I appreciated it so much. He talked about wanting, you know, he's ready for marriage and a partnership, but he didn't say I'm ready for my soulmate once. And that, you know, grinds my fucking gears. So I very much noticed he didn't say it and was appreciating it. And they were talked about being extroverts and introverts. I'm like, I actually think they kind of complement each other. No, but they do. They do. They complement each other to a point. Yeah. But I do think it's about they're both holding on to each other because of holding on to their past. And I think if they met in a way where they weren't homesick at the time as well, it honestly would have been better. And they might've yeah. had kind of, I just think that their energy doesn't quite match regardless. Like the extrovert could be an awesome compliment. And I think they have good chemistry, but sometimes it's just about like, okay, she likes to have fun in different ways. I don't ways. think there's enough chemistry. 
Yeah, could be, but I mean, the science behind that is that chemistry at the beginning shouldn't, like, usually shouldn't be over the top, like, insane. I think I was that- Coming in with the science. Right, that breakup podcast on Dear Shandy talks about Mm. how, like, you should actually, I mean, you should have some chemistry with someone, but the relationships that are the healthiest and that last, like, a long time and that thrive are ones that don't feed off a lot of chemistry. Uh, oh, that I fully feeding off. That's why I have, ish- I have concerns about Nate. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. And if yeah. you look at all bachelor couples in general, the ones that really were chemistry based. Yeah. You know, it has to be there, but that, yeah. Developing as you go and get stronger and stronger and not start yeah. so high. Cause it's only got nowhere to go. It's going to just and go that's down. Why I think Joe and her do have enough chemistry, but it's just, there is something off. That's just not right. There's and, something off. There's yeah. just something off. And, but she and, fucking and, tricked me when she basically, she told him she was like in love with him. Yeah. I was all of them. thrown off by that. This is yeah. where Katie was fucking right. I'm sorry. I absolutely do not think you should tell all three of them or more than one of them at all. Use the L word with them. No. I just don't. I think it's a bad move. And I don't know unless if it's you're genuinely in love with all of them. Like if you're really, unless you're literally considering a polygamous relationship with them, right. I don't think you should say it. Cause you know, like you can't end up with like, I, yeah. I really, I agree with Katie on that so much. And she got so much shit for not being able to open up and say, I love you. It's like, Shh, what she had two other guys still. It's not- such a hypocrisy from like the conservative popular, like demographic of like, oh, you know, we don't really believe in this progressive polyamorous thing yet. If the lead on the show doesn't say I love you to all of them, then they're like a piece of shit. <laughs> but also it just fully flipped because Ben Higgins was a piece of shit for saying it to two. Right. So it, I guess yeah, no- you can't win. You can't it's, win. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, the Joe date was mostly the whole time. I was like, wow, it's going so well. It makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> I it, was like, knew that it wasn't him, but everything right. was going well. He did every, I thought he, he answered questions better than anyone else. He, but, and yet I, there well, was it was a, gut. I think that she, when she sent him home, like she, kind of in other words mentions that it's a slow burn with the two of them you know yeah and I like that I mean that's what is the foundation of something that's the thing that's what Sean Lowe talks about being good about Catherine and look at them like he's like she was the slow burn she was not the front runner the whole time like I developed my feelings later on and slowly with her I always liked her but But it wasn't lucky like the timing was just perfect for Sean and Catherine I think and like, it's not, it's sometimes it's just like circumstances. It's like one week off and then it's too, it feels almost too late. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? think that's very true. So they got, I think, I think they definitely, the cards aligned for them. Yeah. And I also think with his season in particular, a lot of his front runners turned out to be real drama-y. So I think right. suddenly exactly. his front runners are like not so appealing. Whereas right now her front runners have done nothing to make her go second guess them other than you know, is he ready? You know, like that's yeah. not a big enough thing. That's not Tierra or Ashley. Right. Exactly. Wow. Oh, so good. Um, so yeah, now we get Nate's date with her, unless you have anything to say about Joe left. Oh, just that it was, they tried to make it seem like 
they were, she was so all in after that. She's like, I really got clarity after that. And he, I saw a different side of him after, and I, that I loved, he opened up so much. She was just gushing about him to the point where I was like, what, what? Yeah. I was a little, I was like, cause the whole time we know that he's going home and then yet she's saying these things. So it almost made me think Brandon was for a second. Well, it kind of shows that maybe she's not sure of herself enough to really yeah. like be in this position because for her to like clearly try to convince herself to national TV that like him being quiet and reserved is something she likes when clearly it's not something she likes. Like, just admit that's something you're not right. into and that would have saved us all hurt. Right. It would save yourself a yourself lot. Yourself and Joe a lot of hurt. Yeah. It's just kind of try to force it. It's one of those young, like immature relationship things that I think you just learn with experience. Not that I have much to say, but moving on to Nate though, who I want to say when he was talking to Brendan kept referring to himself in the third person. He did. I didn't notice that. He, it was, I don't even remember what bullshit they were circling around something about him versus Michelle, like who's right for Michelle or whose date, what date order. I think it was when he was saying, oh, so are you saying that I'm like the weakest link because I'm the last date? I think then he started talking in third person, maybe. I don't know when, but he, it did it. He did it. And I, I didn't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. Oh no, it was earlier than that. It was like after Brandon's date. Cause that's where it is in my notes. Yeah. I, the, the like stupid battling. If it was once, that's different. It accidentally comes out. Right. But like he kept repeating it. Oh my God. That's awful. That's so dumb. He was like, when arguing about Brandon being, you know, that's my wife. He kept going, well, Nate and Joe and Nate and like, stop me and Joe. What are you? (laughs) You are Nady. You are Natey. Nathaniel, is that it? Nathaniel, yeah. Because he's Nathaniel, but is there a Y in it? It's there, not. It's weird. I don't get the Natey thing. But yeah, I Brandon being like, oh, she's my wife and all that. It's like, shut the Oh, the wife up. thing just, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, if I was sitting with fucking Brandon, sure, I'd get really annoyed. But the third person, it made me go like, ew, I really started checking out. That's why I can't remember what it's about because I was so like, uh, everything on this screen. It was while Joe was on his, like going off on his date. That's what's such a bummer is because Joe is clearly of the three of them, I think the most mature, yet he just doesn't quite have it there. And so to watch Brandon and Nate in this right. dumb debate, you're just like, ugh. Yeah. Don't like it. Um, okay. So Nate gets like the catamaran date, definitely the best date. Um, but she keeps having to fucking pull serious talk out of him. She asks him if he has anything like to talk about or ask. And he's literally says no. And she's like, really nothing. (laughs) Like what? Yeah. Oh. And this is the guy that everyone's fucking obsessed with. I'm sorry, but he's not bad this episode. Like I I was on the Nate train. I was on the fence with it. I was like, okay, okay, he's winning me over. He's winning me over. This episode made me totally flip. Like I feel I'm not stop second guessing your first impression, Holly. (laughs) This is always fucking right. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I mean. I mean, she had to pull a lot, a lot out of him. 
she was yanking it out of him and he eventually came out up with something to say basically of saying oh well you know you can't know really you can't if you have all the answers now then what kind of life is that very much deflecting like that's not the point we're talking about one specific scenario that's happening right now we're not asking you to have all the answers about your future right now it's not about knowing all the answers right I'm asking for one right totally yeah I think okay this is also what I see is that like maybe he was so maybe with Brandon being so like she's my wife he really wanted to come into the date cool collected calm like and it kind of came off as avoidant and dismissive very just I don't know just the whole like there's nothing right now that you (laughs) right right also does he ask questions about her ever none of them do really and that's a harder thing actually I think maybe Joe did, but I don't like, you have no questions for her, nothing to ask her about herself, about what your life is going to look like. Like the clock is ticking and you still, I still know nothing about Nate's life. And he knows nothing about what Michelle wants out of her life. He just knows she's a teacher. That's and the things that are on her resume, you know? Yeah. And, and that's why it like circling back to the chemistry thing. Like that's really all that's there for them and I think that they're really relying on that and he says like you know it's cute to hear him say like oh that's my girl like I I actually think it's sweet to hear him say that and I can see them because I know she's gonna pick him like I think it's just very obvious if she picks Brandon I'm a bitch slap her because what the fuck we both will like she needs to slap on each cheek we'll give her a quick holly stage slap on the side of the face nothing to hurt you just to wake you up yeah she needs like some cold water on her face if she yeah Brandon. but yeah i i think can see them being in like a very short-term boyfriend girlfriend thing i think all her fears are just about to come true you know that, that's the thing like she has all the instincts there but she's so and that's how you know because she's more worried about Every time she talks about him, she's like, I'm worried. I'm more into him than he is into me. She just wants him to be into her. And that's what she ends up doing in her conversations or things to make him into her. It's really hard that she has him to compare to the other guys too. Like, I can't imagine being in anyone's position against Brandon because Brandon is so fulfilling in that way with the words of affirmation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was actually talking about Nate in that moment. Well, I know, I know. I'm talking about Nate too. But it's almost like difficult for anyone, Nate, Joe, whoever, to be up against Brandon, somebody who's constantly affirming her. And so then it's like, if anybody deviates from that, it's it's almost like nerve wracking. Like, because I mean, for me, that's a turnoff. But for someone like Michelle, who clearly is into the Brandon compliments, I can't imagine having dates with other guys who aren't like that. Yeah. Which is so funny. Cause when she said she was sending someone home who she always puts first, all of a sudden I was like, wait, is it Brandon? Right. That's what she always said about Brandon. But yeah. then it was just too obvious. You know, they were trying to get you there. Yeah. Oh man, but, it's hard. And then with Joe being like a like really quiet, it's just it's not a good set of three guys that she had for this final final three. No, it's bad because I don't. Of all the final three, there's never a good three. There's always someone like usually one person's like actually heinous, and the other two are good options. 
Yeah. But with this one, I just felt so like, they're all all very, they're all very different from each other. They're very different and they're all good in some ways and a lot better than, you know, some guys in the, some ways, but it's normally I can see one that I am like, yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like there's someone I'm really rooting for because none of them seem right. Even if I like them well enough. Totally. Like I like Joe. I will say I like Joe. I think he's yeah, a good guy. I like him. I don't think he's guy. for Michelle, obviously. No. And I don't not like Brandon. No, I don't like Brandon. I it, but that's a personal preference. I yeah. think I'm not into sh- kind of whole shebang. And same with Nate. You know. Yeah. yeah. But they're not I, bad. They're no Greg. They're you know, no Greg. They're, they're no, not doing anything that's actually problematic. Yeah. I, think that I just don't kids, like them. They're kind of fuck boys. They both kind of are fuck boys, you know? Yeah. Like, the, Michelle, do you really want to be like sitting in the car listening to trap music with these guys? I don't know. You know? But they're, you're, she, her final two are two men with earrings. Yeah. Has that ever happened? Has a man with earrings made it to the finals? I don't know. I, I, I'm like confused. Are we watching Fuckboy Island or are we watching The Bachelorette? That's, a, I mean, yeah, it's certainly a different, and I don't want to be too, like, I liked her final four. I loved, like, cause the color, you know, you don't want to be like, mm. oh, I hate the final two. That's two men of color for the first time ever, you know? Right. But it's not about that. It's about the earrings. It's about the earrings. And white boys with earrings are worse. It would be way worse if it was Martin. Totally. Way worse, obviously. But I still don't love him. Yeah, I don't either. I have one, I like one more than the other, but I don't really like either that much. I don't have hope for their future. And I don't also, like, I also don't mean to, like, racially stereotype with the trap music thing, but you can just tell both with both of their styles that that's, that's how they the thing. It's the style. It's the style and it's the way they speak about, it's the way that they speak about her too. Like it's very, again, I think it's the idea of her and they keep saying things about her that are just very outline. They talk about the outline of her and not anything that they've come to gleam since they've met her. Right. It's all the same thing over and over again. And I just, or the way she makes them feel. It's all about how they feel and nothing about like what they like in her. Like, especially with Brandon, he's always talking about how he feels and how she makes him feel a type of way, but nothing about her. It's never about her. He doesn't ask her how she feels. She doesn't say, he doesn't say, I hope I can do the same for you or why, what about her does it? It's, I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, I'm not seeing good prospects for, for these guys with her. And so with Nate, yeah, she, they have that like boat, boat date. And then they, the dinner portion, like nothing really stuck out to me. I mean, nothing stuck out to me except that their makeouts were way hotter than anybody else's. Yeah, I agree. That's kind of all I really registered by the end there. And, you know, I think what might also attract Michelle to Nate, like even at the rose ceremony, like you see the way that they're all standing and how confident Nate is. And he's just smiling. Like he has such a great, 
He has such a radiant smile too. Yeah, he does. So I can imagine like seeing Brandon who looks like he's going to shit his pants and Joe who's just naturally awkward. Yeah, poor Joe. Joe's just naturally awkward. Joe's not meant for camera, which no, is in not. a way that I love. Same. I, think I it's find endearing. it very endearing. It's very endearing. And then we get the worst part of this entire episode, and that is Brandon pulling the show aside. And what does he even say? Like, oh, I, no matter what you choose, like, I'm going to always be there for you. And such bullshit. It's like, bro, none of what you say has credit if you're telling her all of this right before she's left the roses. I was going to send Joe home and then that happened. I would literally be like, change my mind. Yep. Bye. Exactly. That's a big red flag. Like, okay, so what does any of what you've said meant to you? Like, if you're going to now go ahead and pull me aside before I hand out roses, as if this is still competitive for you, though, those he makes it so you competitive. Have, he's he's very home. focused on everybody else, but himself. Right. And it's like, that's not genuine. Like if you actually like love this person unconditionally, like you say that you're you're so in love with her, like you do anything for her, then since day one, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. And I will admit I turned, I had to leave for work and turn my TV off right when Joe was eliminated. So anything about exit interview, I missed and produced for next week. So fill me in. Yeah, so she, well, did you see her talk to Joe after he? No. Okay, so she, all I could collect from that was that she felt really bad because she was starting to fall in love with him, but the timing. Mm. And so everything we were just talking about is true. Like she, she was crying and you could tell that like, he means so much to her. And what's cool about that is since they are in the same hometown, if things, when things don't work out with Nate, you know, she could maybe connect with Joe and without the cameras, True. who knows? He could be a different person. That would, so, honestly, I would love that for her. I mean, I think a different environment would be very different for the two of them. I yeah. think this was not their environment. And I also don't think DMs are their environment because I don't think that's a good, I don't, yeah. Not answering a DM from a stranger or is not ghosting. <laughs> just Totally. And I think that Joe just totally takes different. Joe takes things slowly. Yeah. So I think she would need to meet him in a very natural environment. He's not Absolutely. made for he's not made for TV, but he's really not made for a show where you have to like figure this out that soon. He's not made for TV. And I don't think he's made I think he's kind of like I really think Joe and I are just similar in very not outward ways, because very outwardly behavior-wise, very different. Yeah. But but how you feel. I think he couldn't online date for the same reason. He's not like into like no dating apps for him the same way the dm thing like i'm not going to invest my emotions and time in someone i don't know i already like like i'm not going to consider not responding to a stranger as ghosting because i'm like i don't think messaging on tinder is i'm not going to be that into you after two exchanges yeah it's just right. not I don't feel any type of way for you. Well, and I think that's a very mature way to like look at it too, because like you shouldn't, I mean, messaging somebody on an app, you should never feel obligated to like, you shouldn't be be there yet. Whereas somebody like Brandon or someone like Nate, they would fully invest like their time or, you know, and, and that just shows a different level of like quickness. 
And if you had, ex- if you exchange more, I could like, and develop, I could see him like getting to know somebody, but he's not going to feel a type of way after a couple messages or feel obligation because like you can only hold so much. You only have the capacity for so much. You're dealing with the people in your real life. You've got to reply to all kinds of yeah, shit. And this just kind of like goes back to, yeah, I think that they could be, they could be an awesome couple in outside of this. Yeah, And that's so, not to say that if you knew them already in real life and got right. to know them first, then you could go to the investing time in them. But they, I think there's a certain amount of, you need to already want to talk to them, to be able to invest that time. If you don't have any platform for that at all, I'm not going to be invested in you based on photos. No. If I know you, I will make time for you, but I'm not going to make time for someone I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm, I'm the exact same way. I wouldn't do that either. Yeah. I've been messaged on it on a dating app way back in the day saying, well, do you really think you can prioritize dating right now? I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to prioritize dating someone I'm not invested all in that's, dating. That's like, kind of, I, that's a, that's a branded move almost, but it in like so a, is. it's too, it's, that's like very anxiously attached. Like somebody who ha- feels the need to like latch on that way or judge for somebody like not responding as much or like not being it's like no why don't you just let things go the way that they're naturally supposed to if I'm interested in you I will make time for you if I'm not I will not I make time for people I care about so like if I were to date you and be invested and like you I could make time for you but yeah dating in as a construct is not going to be a priority for me. You have to make me want to date you first. Right. Actually, that it's is my weird requirement. It's kind of strange to like, it's almost like that person is fitting dating in the same realm as like work. It really it's felt like, like that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I commit to my job because I need to. And yeah. I'm, and my job is busy. And my job is busy, but I'm not going to and like say right here, right now, yes, 100%, I am prioritizing dating. That's so stupid. It was the dumbest thing I've ever And like, that would literally make me want to throw up because that yeah, I literally like, answered no. honestly too. I was like, um, I mean, not really. I'm not going to just prioritize dating like to date for the sake of dating. And they removed me. I was like, cheers. Cause you were going to get like, removed anyway. Yeah. Good. Cause I just was curious way. if you had a response to that. You didn't. That's bizarre. Yeah. And like, and that's why I don't go on dating apps, everybody. Well, I'll just say it. Men are weird and they they are real weird. Like any of the, the, the dating that I've done recently has been like two messages and then we're going on a date. It's been, I have issues with that too. Mm. You want I, to talk a little bit I kind of want a rapport going to be, I don't want to make the effort of leaving my yeah. house for someone. I don't <laughs> like, that's the thing. If I also, that's true. Maybe it's different when my dating apps are set to men, the number of men who you can exchange two messages with and who will say, let's meet up is like right. dozens. I don't know what to do with that. No, and I, I agree. Yeah. I think with men, it's different. I think if my dating preferences were, were set to men, I wouldn't do that so willingly. But with women, it's just nice. That's very true. I would feel very differently probably if it was a woman. Yeah. I also think women can share a lot more about themselves in photos and men are bad at that. 
They are. Men suck at that. Men are just shit. Which is kind of, again, the summary of our podcast, The Bachelor, but we hate men. (laughs) Facts. That's just who we are at this point. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. The promo for the next episode is kind of what we already saw. Like, basically, Brandon, uh, Michelle's dad made the same, you know, the comment about how he's probably going to be jealous and possessive. Because he is. Yeah, we got like some makeout clips of her with Brandon and then Nay, I don't even remember really what I saw in the previews, but it seems like she I think when she gets emotional on the sand, like at the beach, she it's she's getting emotional about sending Brandon home because he's so invested in her. Right. That would be really hard to reject anyone that vocal about how they feel about you. Yes. I think it doesn't matter who you are. That's like how much guilt you Unless carry. you're me. Unless you're, yeah. Shout out to I love you guy. Unless you're, <laughs> yeah. Holly went on a date with like a guy maybe once or twice. 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 And then they texted, he texted her, I love you. So much. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. Out of nowhere, there was no conversation happening for right. the record. We were not in a conversation at all. The last conversation we had actually was me saying, yeah, I'm not really into texting like while on the reg, I think is my exact verbiage. (laughs) From, I know where I was sitting in a rehearsal studio at my college because I was a college student and he was 31. (laughs) But he loved you. I mean, how could you not? He loved you so much. And then a week later, texted me, sorry, I had three shots of tequila. That was too soon. I cannot with that. I could not. I... (sighs) Dry heaters. Yeah. I I can't. I fucking can't. Also pretty Uh, sure I accidentally moved into an apartment above the bar I met him at. Oops. Yikes. On that note, that's too revealing. (laughs) Anything really, final thoughts on this episode? No, I mean, I'm, this season was great. I thought it was a great season and I'm ready to watch the finale. Yeah. And we'll see what they, what Neil Lane ring. And we'll see about the finale. If you want it from me, if I'm involved, it's going to probably not arrive till next till the Sunday after, but if right. Julia can pull one out on her own, or if you want to pull in your mom or someone to hang out, give us a good combo. I'm happy to just edit it on my time. Cause my schedule will not be conducive to sharing with Julia on her other time zone. Right. Speaking of my mom, I mentioned her joining us a little bit tonight because she has so much to say about fantasy suites. And she goes, no, I'm a little buzzed. And I, I think I would say the wrong things. And then she goes, Julia, thank you for coming out of the closet. Now go back into your closet. Because I come, I come into this like closet space. <laughs> I come into this. It's so fucking funny, dude. She has some great lines. I love your mom. Well, because earlier she was like, there's tornado warnings in Madison. Right. Right now, which is fucking crazy. And she had a little tornado warning. It's been wild in the Midwest. Actually, that we didn't even talk about before the podcast. 
it's been fucking crazy. And she, she was like, yeah, so if we, um, you know, if the tornado happens, we're, we need to go in your closet. And I was like, huh, you're asking me to go back in the closet. And she thought it was so funny. And so tonight she's like, I'm so glad you came out of the closet. Now, please go back into your closet. <laughs> Bravo, it. mother. I love it. Honestly, let her know next time. She says, I think I'd say the wrong things because I'm buzzed. Just tell her Holly is too. Right, exactly. Holly I- is and does too. <laughs> but we edit it too. And I'm not- buzzed still. This is like a semi not for work podcast. Exactly. It's a it's loosely explicit, lightly edited, but I do usually edit it immediately afterwards with the same buzz. Yeah. So it's great. Pretty candid. If you don't like it, you can fuck off. Amen to that. We'll we'll bitch slap you like we will bitch slap Michelle if she chooses Brandon, which yep. she won't. No, I'd be very surprised if she does. She will not. She will choose Nate. I literally think in an interview she meant meant to refer to her potential future winner and almost said Nate. Like I swear she went. Oh, maybe I made. Maybe I'm just. I just think. I swear she started to say. I. Just saying. Wow. Wow. Well, that. You might hear from us next week. You might hear from You'll me. hear from someone next week. You'll hear Julia, from Julia, you will hear from. I'll make her do something. We will we'll figure it out. It'll be great. You know, just be flexible with your schedule. You might get our thoughts a little delayed. And you probably won't hear from us about uh Clayton season. So it might be um yeah, maybe one summary or like yeah. a couple here touch bases, but on the regular, not so much because I'm entering tech tomorrow. If anyone knows about theater, my tech is going to be till our opening in January 11th. So like a month of tech and we're in still in understudy rehearsals for two months after that. Granted, my schedule will lighten slightly, but we will see. It'll be very touch and go. And with that, we'll see you next time.